All right, welcome to this week's episode of the Weekly Woof. I'm Elise Boger, and this is Emmett Boger. Hi. And this week's guest is Lucy Plesha. Hi. I'm Lucy. This week's dog of the week is Jade. Jade is a chocolate lab and is, has a ton of energy. All right, here. Jade is a chocolate lab. She is very, very energetic. One day, two babies come to join her in her home. Their names are Jackson, or Jack, and Owen. The family wonders if Jade will be good with the baby, since Jade has always had a lot of energy. They wonder if Jade would be violent with the babies and possibly hurt them. Luckily, Jade is good with Jack and Owen. Jade learned that she had to be gentle with the small creatures. Jade now is very good with babies. Jade does have a lot of energy, but contains her energy while she is near the babies. The babies are almost are one, almost two, and they are learning to walk and talk. Jade is now learning how to be more calm, and that is all thanks to Jackson and Owen. Jade has been a big help to the twins. Jade still has lots of energy, but she loves Jack and Owen, so she holds it in that burst of energy. Jack and Owen love their dog. Jade is a great sister to them, and she keeps the baby safe. And Jade entertains them. Jade is so sweet, and she just had two sweet little twins join her life. Okay, so that was a good story. Emma, what do you think about that? Um, I think it's um, good that Jade has a lot of energy, but with two um, babies around, she has to be very calm. Yeah, Lucy, what do you think about that? Um, I'm, I mean, I have a dog, and I don't think he would be like that because he has a lot of energy, and, like, Jade seems very, like, trained and, and stuff, so. Yeah, Jade does have a Zach collar, but Jade has so much energy and just goes crazy, and it's kind of hard because of how much energy he has. And what do you think about the part where Jade learned to become calm? Um, it's hard when you're, like, active and then you have to become calm. And that's all I have to say. Yeah, Lucy, what do you think about Jade going to become calm after being super energetic? Um, I think that's really great because, like... It's, it's like a perfect timing because Jack and Owen, I think she like realized that she needed to be good, otherwise she would get like some consequences, so. Yeah. I mean, what do you think with her, where like the family was wondering if Jade would, Jade would be good with the babies, and what, what do you think about that? Like, with the, if you were the family, what would you be thinking if you saw Jade? Like, they thought it would be good, what would you think? Um, I would be... Wait, are you talking about, like, if I was a baby? No, if you were the family, like, and you saw Jade and you knew they were going to get some babies, what would you think? I would think, um, um, that's a hard question, um. Like, would you, like, what would you think? Would you be like, oh, Jade will be fine? Or would you be like, oh, Jade's going to hurt the babies or something? Um, I think, um, 
When I think of Jade, um, she's an active dog, so she might actually hurt the babies, but it turns out she's fine. And I have another thing to say about Jade. Um, she's active when she chases frisbees. She's always active. Uh-huh. So, Lucy, same question to you. What do you think about it? Like, if you were the family, what would you think if you saw Jade with all the energy? Um, well, I honestly don't really know Jade that well. I've only, like, met her twice. But just, like, knowing, like, hearing from her, she sounds like a very energetic dog. And um, I would honestly think that she would be a little aggressive around the babies. Yeah. Um, I think that she's, like, I think dogs just are good with babies because they know that they're small, like, Dogs are really good with their puppies, so they just probably, though Jay's probably thinking of the dog as her puppies. Okay, so what do you think about now that they're able, now that Jack and Owen are learning to walk and talk, and Jade still hasn't done anything to them? Um, I think it's good that, um, Jade didn't do, um, anything to the babies, and that's like she's an energetic dog so that's um very like happy to hear that she's nice near the babies lucy what do you think about like J- like their babies are almost able to wa- are walking and it get learning to talk what do you think like if you were the own like if this is different for you if you're the owner what would you feel like if you realized that jade was good for that long i mean i would be pretty like okay like i would be like i would i wouldn't be like concerned about anything uh but i would still be like like i would still keep an eye on like the babies just in case anything happened like he like saw a squirrel or something and he went right straight to the window and knocked one of them over or something yeah emma do you have anything else to say no lucy anything else for you um no not really all right so that's it for our dog of the week now we're moving on to our informational story of the week. This week it's oldest golden retriever in history turns 20. The oldest golden retriever in the, con- in the country is Augie. Augie turned 20 years old on April 24th. Some golden retrievers have reached 18 or 19 years old, but no golden retriever has ever reached 20. If Augie is the oldest golden retriever in history, then what is the oldest dog in history? That would be Bluey. Bluey is an Australian cattle dog. Bluey was 29 and 5 months old. Sadly, Bluey was put down on November 14, 1939. Augie normally has a 100 birthday and birthday party, but because of this pan- pandemic, that could not happen. But Augie was still showed lots of love. Augie had a carrot cake, but was changed a little, so it would be healthy. Augie was adopted by, uh, the, I don't think I'm going to say this name right, Hutcher-Joss, do you know how to say it, Emmett? No. Uh, Lucy, do you know how to say it? The name? The Hetcher. I'm just going to say how to spell it. H-E-T-T-E-R-S-C-H-E-I-D-T-S. And if you know how to spell that, please put, say it, just like do a recording something in the comments because I have no idea. They adopted her when she was 14 years old. Augie has already been through two homes by then. Augie was rescued 
in Nevada. She's just darling. There's nothing to not love about her, Jennifer. Her Jarsky said. She's happy doing something and happy doing nothing. Augie was an old dog when she was adopted, but Augie was treated like a puppy. Her family took road trips across the country and spending days in the pool. Augie is now starting to get more wobbly and falls over a lot, but she always gets back up. Okay, Emmett, what do you think about, she's already, uh, Augie's already been for, through two homes before she gets to a home that she's going to stay in. Um, I think, um, you guys remember, um, the podcast we did on Maui, um, she lived in, like, many homes. No, like, she's, she's moved houses, but she's always been with the same owners. I know, um, she's been with different owners. Augie's been with two different owners, and then now her third, now she's on her third. Um, that's hard to, like, it's hard to, like, the third owner... She's um, probably like, I'm not going to stay, right? Yeah. All right, Lucy, what do you think about she's been through two homes and she's on her third and she prob- she's finally there to stay? Um, I think she would be, like, I feel like she, like, if I were her, I feel like I would be, like, a little weirded out because, like, if I was moving from home to home, like, then I would just be like, oh, we're staying at this one. I thought, like, I thought we would be moving again. Yeah, so I, I I'd think the same. Like, she just, like, from home, and when she gets to another home, she's like, oh, like, I'm not going to stay here for long. So she, she's probably really, like, I don't really care at the beginning until she realized this is where she's going to stay. What do you think about the part, Emmett, where she was treated like a puppy? She was on road trips and... Spending days in the pool. What do you think about that part? Um, what do you mean by, like, spending days in the pool? Does she, like, go swimming in the pool? Yeah. Um, then it's good that she gets to exercise out in the pool and... Yeah, but she was 14 years old when adopted. Yeah, and, and, um... Augie is older than, like, all of us doing this podcast. Most Goldens probably don't reach 14, or when they do, they're, like, like really, really old, and they're probably, like, super old and stuff. But, Lucy, what do you think about how she was treated like a puppy and just taking road trips and stuff when she was 14 years old? Um, I honestly don't really think she would be, like, a puppy at that time, but, like, it must have been, like, the time of her life, because, like, she, it, like, it, like you said, she was taking, like, road trips, and she was swimming in pools, like, that must have been really fun. Yeah. Okay. What do you think? I mean, this is, like, isn't, like, about the golden, about Augie, but, the, um, what is it, the Louie, the oldest dog in history? 29 years old. What do you think about that? Um, like, that's, like, older than, like, most kids. And older than most kids? What do you mean by that? Like, people that are 19 and going into, like, college and stuff. Even that dog's older than them. Yeah. Um, Lucy, what do you think about Bluey and being the oldest dog and being 29 years old? I, it must be, like, kind of hard to, like, get around and um, just have, 
have like another dog with uh it must be like really hard to get around because she's like really old now and she she must like she must have like a hard time like a hard time um yeah uh i think like the really sad part that she was like put down because she probably was getting really too old to be like just i think it's the right thing to do because um bluey was probably having trouble but it's really sad what do you mean by like put down because do you mean like put to sleep yeah oh which is really sad um okay what do you think about um the quote that Jennifer said she's happy doing something and happy doing nothing Emmett um it's kind of sad um that she's happy doing nothing okay and what about like what any anything else you've said about that quote? no Emmett um Lucy what do you have to say about the quote she's happy doing something and happy doing nothing I mean, I think she's just saying that, like, the, the owner is just saying that she's a really happy dog and she's happy to be living there. And it's, I think that's really what she's just saying. Like, she's happy whatever when, whatever she's doing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I really think what Lucy does, she's happy all the time, which is really happy. Like, because she's always happy and she's really old and falling down all the time. Um, do you have anything else to say about this? Um, no. Lucy, anything else for you? Uh, no. Alright, so that's it for informational story of the week. Okay, for this week's fiction story of the week, we were having Lucy read it because she was, she is the writer of it. Alright, Lucy, read it. Okay, so this story is, um, it's called Friends with a Pig. Okay, so... Once there was a border collie named Luna. Her owners traveled a lot, so the neighbors babysat Luna. The, the neighbor's name was Fiona. She was very nice. The only problem was that Fiona had a friend. That friend was a pet, but not a dog, a pig. Her name was Felicia, and she was bad news. Felicia always got Luna into trouble, even though she was the one doing it. Sometimes it was little, like knocking over a few papers. Sometimes it was threatening, like give me that, like give me that tree, or your, or I will knock over this vase. But the worst of all was running, was ruining Fiona's clothes. It was always something. Today was no different. Her owners were going, were going to Spain for a month, so that meant Luna was in trouble for a month. That night, when Luna was at Fiona's house, she was mad. The minute she had gone over to Fiona's house. Ha- a house that pig got her in trouble again it was time for revenge all night she planned and the next morning she began luna had convinced felicia to play in the mud and told her that fiona would be fine with it if she got the house dirty felicia rolled around she jumped and ran into the house by the time fiona was home the house was covered in mud felicia was sent outside in the cold rain Luna could tell she was going to be there for a long time. Luna felt very guilty, so she herself went outside, rolled in the mud, and showed Fiona what really happened. Felicia and Luna became best friends. The end. Okay, that was a really good story, Lucy. Good job. This, all right. 
So, well, I, I, I think it's really good. But, I mean, what do you think about Felicia always getting Luna in trouble? Um, it's like, Felicia is like a troublemaker and getting someone else in trouble, yeah. that's not good. Lucy, do you have anything to say about that? About Felicia always getting Luna in trouble? I mean, like, I feel uh, like, the, like, I, I think, like, I wrote her because she was, like, supposed to be, like, the the like main the main like troublemaker and the reason why she was like the, she was like the problem in the story so um yeah well i think that it was kind of like felicia doesn't really know better um i think she doesn't know better and i don't think she knew like maybe felicia was younger or just didn't really care at all maybe felicia would just like oh fiona won't hurt you she's too nice she won't do anything all right so i mean what do you think about that their owners go away a lot and she would just go they're going there um felicia's owners just, um no luna's owners always just go away like went to spain and left the owners uh, left the neighbors to take care of them um it's good that the owners were taking care of them, but just leaving your pet... The neighbors were taking care of them. Yeah, the neighbors were taking care of them. Um, but if you just leave your pet, and what happens if the owners aren't free? Yeah, which I think is kind of sad because the owners are never there. Lucy, what do you think about um, Luna always being left and stuck with the neighbors? Uh, I think it was... I think that's, like, really sad, and, I mean... Like the the owners like always pend on the other na- like the neighbor, do like, uh, babysitting the dog. I mean, it kind of became Fiona's dog, and I feel like that's why, uh, the pig and the uh, Felicia and Luna became friends. Yeah, but at first they weren't friends, then they became friends. I think it was just kind of sad that Luna was always just left, even and then became someone else's own, like, basically we had a different owner, like Lucy said. Uh, what do you think I meant about the part where Luna got Felicia to roll in mud and go back into the house? Um, that's, like, um, is that, like, to, like, not make, um, who rolled in the mud? Felicia, the pig. And then, um, so Luna got Felicia to roll in the mud, then go in the house and get it all dirty and get her, get the, get Fiona mad. Um, and then what did the dog do again? So Luna convinced Felicia to go roll in the mud and then just come back in the house. She told, then she told, Luna told Felicia that it was okay that if the house got a little dirty and then Felicia. She just went out and rolled in mud and got the house all dirty. Um, it's bad that um, um, they got the house dirty, um, and that's like a hard thing. Um, let's move on to Lucy. Lucy, your turn. Um, well, I, I, like... I, I kind of wrote that because it was like she's a pig, so I I feel like in a lot a lot of situations pigs are always rolling in mud, so um, I put that there because it was kind of ironic. 
Yeah, I think that it was kind of sneaky for Luna just to go, to Luna to get Felicia to roll in the mud, and then told Luna told Felicia it would be okay. But if this was true, and like dogs could talk to pigs and stuff, I'd like kind of be like, why would my owners be okay with me getting the house all dirty? Okay, what do you think about the part where Fiona? No, where. Luna got very guilty and went out and rolled in the mud to show Fiona what really happened. Um. Um. Do what do you think about like so? Luna went out, rolled in, like showed showed Fiona what really happened, so Felicia wouldn't get in trouble anymore. What do you think about that? That's nice. That um. She, like, saved Felicia. Yeah, for not getting in trouble. Lucy, what do you think about Luna helping Felicia from being, like, in trouble? I think it shows, like, a sign of, like, kindness and stuff. And, like, saying that, like, if, like, friendship. Yeah, it really shows that they're, like, starting to come together. Like, Luna knew what it feels like to be like in trouble and not like and not doing anything wrong so i think luna was like i know what this feels like i'm gonna go stop it all right emma you have anything else to say about the story um no lucy you have anything no not really all right so that's it for our fiction story of the week so this week we are adding on something help us find this dog we've been adding in our magazines and we just feel that you need to know what what happened to the dog? You not need to know about the dog. So this week's dog, this week's help us find this dog is Bonnie. She is a Papillon. Papillon. She's two years old, and we really want to find her. She's small, like a lap dog. Her name's Ma- Bonnie. Her, she's lost. Her gender is a female. She's species dog. Description: Missing since Monday, five seven seventeen a.m. From Westwood, last seen on possibly Pond Street, running sidewalk. Her name is Bonnie. She is a two-year-old, two-year-old Papillon. Has no collar or chip. Very shy. Please call seven eight one five seven one nine two nine seven or seven eight one five seven one nine seven three four. If you have seen any. If you've seen her or know anything, info would be greatly appreciated. Thanks. This is originally from a Missy Norwood Pat's FB page. Every last scene. Westwood, Massachusetts, 02090. Neighborhood last scene. Downtown. Address last scene on Pond Street in Westwood. Okay, so we really want to try to find this dog and people in Westwood... You're really close, so just try help us try to find Bonnie. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Weekly Wolf. And we have some big news. Lucy Plesha, she's been a, she's been great today in our podcast. So we think she might be here in every episode. Every Monday she'll be appearing. Think leave us a comment if you think it's a good idea because I we really think it's a good idea. And here is some news about contacting us. In July, we'll insert our email on our website and here in the article. 
You can email us a story about your dog, something crazy that happened to them, or a fiction story about dogs. You can email us comments, suggestions, and we have our new website at the Weekly Wolf. Um, no capital, the spaces. GoDaddySites.com. Make sure you go there and read our and look at our website. And we'd like to thank Lucy for visiting us today.